Radio. You're listening to Cryptocurrency, the only podcast that explores the bold projects, exciting opportunities, and the growing reach of blockchain and cryptocurrency. Whether you've got skin in the game or you're just crypto curious, keep an open mind, enjoy the conversation, and stay Cryptocurrent. Now here's your host, Richard Carthon. Today's podcast is brought to you by Solads, the creators of Ladopoly, aka the play-to-earn version of Monopoly. Owning a Lad will unlock a number of monthly benefits and grant you lifetime access to the club, including the Lad DAO. For Ladopoly, players roll dice to move around the board, and when they land on a property they don't own, they must pay rent before they can roll again. Ladopoly has a ton of utilities, including anyone who mints a board game will receive 5% of every sell of that NFT in the future. There will be in-game taxes, 50% of which go back to board holders monthly. There's a 3% royalty on NFT game board sales with 5% royalty on NFT property sales. Board holders will also be airdropped 50 LAD tokens. Board holders will be airdropped free properties. 50% of all advertising sales will go to board holders. And 10% of version 2 LAD quarterly profits are airdropped to board holders. And one of the best parts of the game is that they will be giving away blue chip NFTs weekly as an in-game achievement. For more information, go to soladsnft.com. Again, that's soladsnft.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Cryptocurrent. Your host here, Richard Carthon. And today I have a very special guest working on a project that hits home for me because I know back in the day I very much enjoyed playing board games, still do today. I'm a very competitive as it relates to Monopoly, but they have a very unique twist on bringing board games into the NFT space. And I'm excited to unpack this a little bit more. We have the CEO, um, Andrew of Soul Labs. How are you doing today? Oh man, I'm doing amazing, Richard. Thank you for having me on, bro. I'm, I'm hyped, man. I've been wanting to really share this with you and you know, everybody, you know. Absolutely, man. Um, uh, you had great energy before we even got into this conversation. You already bring the energy at the beginning of this. So I'm excited <laughs> for this conversation. But before we dive into everything, I want to learn a little bit more about you. Can you give us some background on yourself? Yeah, man. You know, my uh, my crypto journey is kind of crazy. I, I jumped into it back in, in 2017. And I, I discovered Bitcoin way back in the day when it was like 15 cents because I was playing poker full time and, and poker players always owe each other money. So like we'd send, you know, Bitcoin back and forth. But uh, I was like, man, who's ever going to want a digital currency? And then like fast forward to like 20, uh, 2016, I, I ran into one of my buddies as a poker player and he's like, hey, man, did you hear about Bitcoin? And I was like, yeah, man, I heard it got to a hundred bucks, but it'll never get any higher. And he's like, dude, it hit a thousand. I was like, holy shit. And like, uh, I'm not the type of person that just like jumps into anything. So I I spent the next six months just researching. Like I I clawed through the forums and read like every post from like when Bitcoin started to date. And so then like I I fired into Bitcoin and I started getting involved in altcoins. You know, I was was studying trading along the way, doing a little trading. And like during the the 27th, 17 bull market, any idiot can make money trading. And uh, so, so I, I was doing really well. And, um, you know, I'm kind of out there on on social media and Facebook. So like when I get excited about something, I, I talk about it. And it just kind of turned into every three days or, you know, every day, like three people would hit me up just asking for advice about crypto. So I, I started a group 
And, uh, you know, I ended up bringing on a hundred clients over 40 days. And then, uh, you know, I taught them what I look for in investing. And eventually it turned into a hive mind to where we were investing in nodes and flipping them and, you know, splitting the profit and everything. And uh, during the bear market of 2018, 2019, somewhere in there, right. somebody offered to to buy the group from me. And so I, I sold it and I, I kind of moved on. And when this this current, you know, I guess we're kind of still in the bear market, took off our, our bull market took off. Uh, a lot of the guys from the group reached out to me and asked me to start something again. And uh, I enjoy personal development and I, I enjoy helping others do better. So I was like, yeah, let's do it. So, um, you know, we got into some projects early. We got in the dot early. We got in the crypto blades early when it came to NFTs. And we're like, hey, nice. we we know what goes into spotting a good project. We we know like how how to run a good project. Why don't we start our own? And and that's kind right. of how our project Solads came in, in to be. All right, man. So really great background. Starting in the world of poker, mm-hmm. uh, doing some Bitcoin back and forth uh, around hundred bucks. Seeing it get to a thousand, you're like, all right, let's get in this thing. So you you've been in the space for for a while and been able to even figure out how to get into notes. A lot of people don't necessarily understand how notes and everything else works, but you build up that business and then sell it during a bear market, which congratulations selling <laughs> anything, as you know, is a is a huge deal. So congrats on that. Thank but you. then you 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 fast forward to present day 2020 and you're like 2022 and you're saying, I want to build a project. And so you land on Solap. So tell us about it. What is it? And and what has you excited about it? For sure, man. Well, uh, I'll start with what I'm most excited about, and then I'll I'll, I'll go back and I'll, I'll hit all aspects of our project. So we got a, a few things going on. So the uh, the brief overview is we're we're introducing a play to earn game called Adopoly. It's brought to you by our project Solads. We're the first play to earn game that will be officially licensed by Hasbro, where investors can play one of their favorite board games and win crypto. Everyone who mints one of our game board NFTs will receive a replica board in the mail that they can play on in real life while also receiving the benefits of owning a piece of the Solads Gameverse. Players can also win crypto and blue chip NFTs by rolling dice and moving around the board or just by staking in and purchasing property NFTs. So if you guys want to know all the details, make sure you hang out for the, the rest of the interview and I'll fill you in. But let me let me throw it back to you know what Solads is in general and and how we came together because we we got a few things going on right yeah. so we uh, on New Year's Eve we stealth launched our project Solads and and what it is is a, a DAO a decentralized autonomous organization to where each lad represents a share in a fund that owns blue chip NFTs or we have a vault full of blue chip NFTs and what we do is we we grow the fund. And uh, every quarter, we we set aside a, a portion of it to where people can stake their lads and earn those profits that we we made flipping those blue chip NFTs. And the reason we wanted to do that was if you if you play, pay attention to the NFT market or you paid attention last year, blue chip NFTs, NFTs between thirty Solana, seventy Solana, even higher, uh, that had a lot of market volume. They they have a lot more stability than the NFTs people are gambling on. But they have the same upside, if not more. But your, your average invest, investor might not have the, you know, the the five to seven thousand dollars just to throw into one NFT. So we wanted to give people fractionalized ownership of, of those NFTs. So uh, that's what we did, and, and we put it to market really, really quick. And uh, just because we wanted to, to give the investors the value right away when we saw the need. Well, I, I'm a business person. I'm all about utility. 
when it comes to NFTs, I, I don't really stress off the artwork. So we we did we just kind of threw the artwork together quick. Well, our, our community is awesome and we wanted to reward them with some good artwork. So then we put together our, our version two lads, which uh, they look a little bit cooler, look a lot cooler for real. And yeah. uh, <laughs> we, we airdropped them to people for free. And we, you know, we, we had a giveaway planned and I was like, well, instead of giving a giveaway to like 50 people, why don't we use that to, to fund our utility for our, our version two lads? So our, our version two lads the, is the inverse business model to where we mint NFTs in whale-like proportions. We do a quick flip and, um, you know, we keep one or two for a moonshot. And then the same same business model where 75% goes back to investors, 75% of profits goes back to investors quarterly. Uh, and, and that's how the version two lads came together. And the the entire time we've done this, I've, I've wanted to put together a play to earn game because I'm truly passionate about play to earn. I, I made great money off it myself, you know, last year. But what I learned along the way is it's literally life changing for a lot of these people in underdeveloped countries. Like they can they can replace their income and then some and they get to play a game from home or, or click buttons. And it's great because they, they get more time with their family and I work from home. So like I, I see the value and truly change in the world with this. And, and that's why I wanted to build a game that was sustainable, but also fun. And, and that's right. where I saw the, the, the missing piece and the two big missing pieces in all the games that came out last year, most of them. Uh, most weren't sustainable and then most weren't fun. It was just clicking buttons and making money, but like you wouldn't play it if you weren't making money. And, and, and so like it, it wasn't that cool. And so that's what we decided we had to do when we put out a play to earn game. And I, I was mulling it around for a while and I was like, well, we don't got the billion dollar budget to release like a badass first person shooter. And you know, I, I don't want something that's just dumb, but then I was like, Hey, I collect board games why don't we start a board game? And that's what we did. Then we started working on getting the licensing and, and putting that together. And then boom, you got Lidopoly. So uh, right. that's our project, man. That's what we got going on. Man, that is so cool. And there's there's plenty in there that I want to just go back and, and, and make sure I'm following completely because this is, is such a cool journey. So at the beginning of the year, you essentially stealth launch and create this style to where people who don't normally have necessarily the means to get into some of these high profile blue chip type of opportunities um, in the NFT space, uh, specifically some of the NFT projects within the Solana ecosystem, uh, you have a way that they can get fractionalized uh, pieces of these particular NFTs. And you created a DAO, a decentralized autonomous organization, so that they could participate in that. And they got like a version one um, of uh, the, the, these profiles, right? And then you airdrop them uh, a second version, which then uh, one looks a lot cooler, but then also gives them a little bit more ability to have access to even more of these kind of NFTs plays. And as you continue to build out these ecosystems, they get first looks into some of the cool projects, such as these uh, NFT board games that you're the, the play to earn board games that you're bringing because you're bringing an ecosystem where people can create livelihoods just by playing a fun game, um, but then also having a potential physical asset that they can also have by owning said NFT. Hey, Cryptocurrent crew, this is Steve Miller, and I'm the host of CC Live, the show that keeps you up to date with what's popping off in crypto land. Every episode of CC Live brings you the latest news, keeps you updated on the top projects, and decrypts everything you need to know to get ahead in the wild world of Web3. So if you really want to stay Cryptocurrent, 
Join Richard, Chris, and I every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on YouTube Live. So what are you waiting for? Subscribe to Cryptocurrency YouTube channel today. And as always, stay Cryptocurrent. Exactly. And that's what it is. And there's a lot of utility tied to the game board NFTs and stuff too. And then even if you don't have any NFTs, you can still play the game just by holding our token, LAD token. So there's a lot of ways for people to participate. And we made it to where there's entry levels from everybody, from the person in an underdeveloped country that might be saving up a few weeks paychecks to start getting in the game, to the whale that wants to essentially own a piece of the game. And, and then we, we have plans for high stakes, micro stakes, whale killer stakes, a little bit of everything. Yeah, like, let's speak on that just for a second, the, uh, the, the token of it, right? The lab token. So can you tell us a little bit about the tokenomics of it and, and what would be some of the value of people who would be looking to uh, participate and own some of the lab tokens? That's a, that's a great question, man. And, and so I, I'm passionate about play to earn, but there has to be sustainability and there has to be an ecosystem. So um, I, I've designed our, our game tour is definitely going to have sustainability. So LAD token, it has no max supply, but the only way it's generated is by people playing the game or by staking properties, which is essentially playing the game. So when you, you play the game, you, you roll dice and you move around a board. If you land on a property you don't own, you got to pay rent and LAD token. Now, every time you pass go, you're going to earn some LAD token. Uh, and then we also have a jackpot space where you can land and, and, and earn LAD token. Um, uh, the, the other big thing is uh, you can uh, you buy your, your properties with LAD token, kind of how you would buy like packs of baseball cards or magic cards. Well, you, you buy packs of properties like that in, in our game. Well, 95% of the, the LAD token spent on properties is burned. Uh, taken out of existence. When you when you pay the rent on on a property, ten percent of that is burned, taken out of existence. Now a portion of it goes to everybody who owns that property, and then of course a small small portion goes to the dev team. Because another thing we do is we give away a blue chip NFT every single week. So week one of our game when we go live, whoever goes around the board the most times is going to win a Degenerate Ape Academy NFT, which is worth about fifty Solana right now. Wow. Uh, yeah, we're going to do that every week. And that's, that's why I say, yeah, we take the 5% for the dev team, but it's not because we want to get rich. We're not keeping any of these tokens for ourselves. We have to earn playing the game like anybody else, but we want to have a draw to pull everybody of all levels. There's whales that will come play our game just to try to win a blue chip NFT. And, and, and that's the beauty of it. So the uh, the tokenomics of this are are set up to where by my calculations, we should burn between 39 and 49% of the supply coming into existence. And the reason why I set it up like that is because, you know, it's, it's in a limited supply. So a portion of the rent share is burned. There's a, a jackpot square. You remember the free parking spot in Monopoly? Oh, yeah. So with us, that's a jackpot. And when I was a kid, we always put 500 bucks in that spot. And if you landed there, you got it. So with us, we always have 250 LAD tokens there, but then a portion of rent share goes there. If you remember the taxes spaces, a portion of those goes there. And if you land on the jackpot, you get all that. Well, you also remember the, the go to jail, don't pass go. That's right. Well, with us, it's rugged because in the NFT world, you know, <laughs> somebody runs off with your money, you got rugged. And, That's so and, good. 
Yeah, so you get rugged and you go to bear jail. So not only do you get stuck in bear jail, well, you you burn the jackpot and everybody's playing on the same board at the same time. So uh, you burn the jackpot for everybody and, and it starts over. So the, those tokens are taken out of existence there too. Uh, so we have a lot of mechanisms built in to steady, steadily burn tokens that, that come into existence and then also uh, stop share sell pressure. Wow. Okay. So you have a lot of components in place when you have a burn structure, then you have another way that people on the play to earn model can continue to be creating value and earning while they're playing. Um, one question I do have with, because of the burn model um, and what happens, let's call it a couple months down the line when a lot of people earn have owned some of those properties. And as soon as they play, like, I don't know if like, it's the model where like, you can create like, you know, first you put like houses, then you put like a hotel. And then like, mm -hmm. you know, it's like you, you land on it. You're like, oh my gosh, you're going to take all my money. Is it, is that kind of the capacity or is it like a finite amount on each spot so that newer players, when they first come in, don't just get absolutely destroyed? That That's a great question. And, um, it is designed to have longevity for for newer players to be able to come in the game like that. So the uh, the, the the first part of your question is like the the houses and the hotels, and I, I wanted to do that, but the, with the way it works, is everybody's uh, essentially playing on on the same game board, and I'll, I'll send you some in game screenshots and stuff too. But everybody's playing on the same game board, so we we couldn't really do the houses and hotels because property's done with like a rent share. So like let's say you and I are the only ones in the entire game that own like our 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 property. Our our boardwalk is called Crypto Ain't Easy, and it's a picture of me dressed like a pimp. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let's say you land there, and for simple math sake, the or somebody lands there, and for simple math sake, the uh, the the rent is a hundred lad token. Well, five five percent of that five lad tokens is going to go to the dev team. Twenty percent is burned out of existence, and then you and I actually, and then like a portion goes to the jackpot. Well, you and I get to split fifty percent of that. So twenty five tokens would go to me. Twenty five tokens would go to you because we're we we have fractionalized our our whole theory is almost fractionalized ownership over everything, right? Like you and I have fractionalized ownership over that property in the game. And so we we can't really build hotels. But what we did to kind of give that monopoly feel is the, the only way you can build houses and hotels and monopoly is by having all three colors. Right. So if I have a property, not only do I make money off the rent share, but I make money by stake or I make lad token by staking it on the blockchain. So there, there's two ways to make money with the property NFTs off the rent share from people playing the game, landed on the property or just by staking it. Now, if I get all three properties of the same color, my, my staking payout increases by three times. So let's say my, my property pays out a hundred lad tokens a day and I had three of them. Well, now all three of those properties pay out 300 LAD tokens a day because I have all three properties. Now, to, to tie that in to your question about, like, man, does this just smack new players in the face? We, we crafted it for longevity to where you, you buy cards in packs and, and there's different levels of, of, of packs based on like the, the amount of tokens a, a card will generate. So let's say you buy a gold level pack. And in that gold level pack, you're guaranteed one gold level card and then two other random cards. And the, the two cards could be good. They could be shitty. They're probably going to be like average, you know, but um, yeah. 
it's uh that that's how you you buy most of properties well our top tier pop properties are called satoshi level properties the only way to get a satoshi level property is through yield farming and, and for those that don't know yield farming is where you put up two assets and, and you're you're providing liquidity so in this case you would put up lad token and you'd put up solana and let's say you put up a thousand lad token, a thousand dollars in lad token. You'd also have to put up a thousand dollars in 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 Solana. And as you you loan that out, you're going to earn lad token, but you're also going to earn reward points. And then you can cash those reward points in for these Satoshi level NFTs. Now we're we're listing lad token at one US dollar per token. At listing, the way it's structured is, is if you were to put $20,000 in the liquidity pool to go all the way through to the top level of Satoshi level properties, it's going to take you 60 days. And at each level, you have to pick between two properties and each one is going to be the key to a, a Lodopoly getting that third property. So essentially to get every property on the board, if you start with $20,000 at listing time is going to take you 120 days. Now, as LAD token goes up, that number is going to go up proportionately. Uh, and that's why we're also going to introduce high stakes board, low stakes boards. I, I'm a degenerate man. I like to gamble. As big as people <laughs> want to keep playing, I'll keep playing with them. Um, right. So uh, that, that's how we have it structured to make sure that there, there's longevity. There's the monopoly aspect of owning everything. But if you're a new player that comes in month four, you don't have to worry about being behind because A, you could buy properties on the secondary market. B, you could play the game and build up. Or see, there's a lower stakes board that'll be able to be that'll be coming out in June. That's cool, man. And you actually just brought up another piece of this that I wanted to spend some more time on uh, on the on on the marketplace of the NFT, right? So let's say that I'm a property owner, and all of a sudden I say, I want to sell it. Are you able to then go sell your your property or your ownership of a property on the secondary market? Yep, yep. There's uh, going to be a secondary market. We'll probably have one on our our personal site. We'll we'll definitely be on on listed on Magic Eden and, and a few other places for for secondary sales. And that even ties into the uh, the utilities of, of the game board NFTs. If, if we can talk about that for a second, uh, absolutely. Let's hear more about it. So the uh, a game owning one of the game board NFTs is essentially owning a piece of the big board that everybody's playing on, right? And so we we tie that into it so that we put a lot of utility in it. So first of all, we're introducing something called binding utility. Anybody who mints these boards will receive 5% of all secondary sales on that board for the life of the game. So if if Richard, if I mint a board and I sell it to Richard and a year later, he sells it for 100 Solana five Solana is going to go to my wallet because I, I have the binding utility on that board. So I think that's really cool. The, the second utility is if you if you remember the taxes squares and, and spaces on, on, on Monopoly, well, we have those on Monopoly too. We just call it gas fees. And 50% of the gas fees go to the board holders that, that, are, that are generated. So like I said, you're essentially owning a piece of the board. Um, now, board holders also get... A, a royalty on on a five percent royalty on board holder sales, but then since I said that owning a board is like essentially owning a piece of our game verse, it's like owning land in our game verse. When people sell properties in a secondary market, 
board holders actually get a 5% sale of a 5% piece of that, that secondary sale as a royalty too. So they actually get a piece of the property sales. Um, and then last but not least, uh, the board holders actually also get 15% of the, uh, the V2 lad fund as well tied into it, as well as a replica board in the mail, which I, I think is really awesome. Because like I think just minting an NFT and getting something tangible is cool because a lot of people aren't doing that. And right. the the one thing that I, I think a lot of people are sleeping on, like everybody's excited that hears about this, they come to our community, hang out, but like nobody talks about the the final utility, which is board holders get a piece of the advertising sales. So um, when you play our game, it's kind of like a, 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 a monopoly looking board that is floating in outer space. Well, eventually the outer space patterns will be used for for advertising to where the the, the outer space across from you there'll, there'll be some type of advertising. So my projection is by the end of the within a, by the end of the year we'll be pulling in about forty thousand a month advertising, and twenty thousand of that's going to go to board holders. So uh, they own a piece of the gameverse. So I I think the boards are are awesome. It's it's going to be a three Solana mint when we do it, but uh, I think it's cheap for for all, all the utility you're getting. Yeah, that sounds pretty awesome. And you just brought up uh, Mint. So what is the current projection around Mint? When When is uh, that potentially happening? Uh, it's going to be late March. We um, we initially were going to Mint March 14th, but uh, our, our marketing agency we hired kind of got a slow start. So I think we're going to push it back two weeks so we can get a, a full just sprint. You know, our, our, we, we did a private sale for our day oneers and we, we minted out in two minutes. And wow. so we, yeah, we, we, uh, we want to be team two minutes. So we, we want to mint out again in two minutes and we want the full steam ahead. And, uh, so it'll be late March for our, our, our mint. Got it. Well, cool. So for anyone that wants to participate in this, where would they need to go? So best thing would be to, uh, check out our, our Twitter. I, I'm on Twitter, close some sales. Our other Twitter is, is so as uh, at Solads NFT or jump in our Discord. I'll make sure you got the link, Rich. And um, that's a great way to find us. Or go to, to soladsnft.com. That's got all our links there. We're on Magic Eden. But the best thing is, is jump in the Discord because me and my, my partner, Aaron, we're always hanging out in there and ready to answer any questions. Perfect. Well, we'll make sure to get all those links on there. Um, and real quick, I you know, always like to wrap up with a, a few fun questions. My final three I'm going to have for you today. The one I want to start with is, as you look at 2022, and just everything that's happened, let's call it over the last decade in the world of crypto, there's been so many different evolutions, right? So you had, you know, alts that became, came into the space, you had NFTs, you had DeFi summer, uh, metaverse that's now becoming more exciting uh, as of 2021. As you look at 2022, how would you describe, like if, if someone asked you like at the end of the year and someone said, this was the year of X, what do you think X is? I think play to earn. You know, I, I've said it since last year that 2022 was going to be all about play to earn because I, I think that's truly where mass adoption starts to take form in the crypto space. Because I, I don't know how old you are, but I'm 36 and I, I played a lot of games. I don't play a lot of games anymore, but that's an easy spot to wrap around your mind around NFTs. And if you can play games and earn crypto doing it, that's an easy way for, for your average investor or somebody who might not even be an investor to, to sift in quick. The, the key is, though, A, having a fun game 
and B, having sustainability. And those will be the ones that you'll see will be winners. And, and the people that are get good at spotting and will be the winners as investors. And I think you'll see a lot of people get wrecked because they they start chasing play to earn games that are like the, they'll be the meme coins of, of this year. Right. No, that that is definitely um, a good take. Uh, I think that NFTs are definitely going to be helped that bridge to mass adoption. Then you add gaming on top of it, which the gaming industry is just massive and everyone likes it and you merge the two together. That is going to be the the quick onboard <clears throat> ramp for a lot of people getting exposure into the greater yeah. crypto ecosystem. So definitely appreciate that. Um, with all the information that you have right now in this moment, if you could go in and impart one to two pieces of wisdom to yourself when you first got started building all of this out, what's one to two pieces of wisdom you'd share with yourself? So I would say, uh, be prepared to, to work as hard as you ever had, if not harder than you ever had before, because it's, this is like running a real business, you know, like I, I have 16, 20 hour days, but I, I love it. I'm passionate about what I'm doing. So that that's, that's the, the, the first piece of advice I'd throw at myself. And then B, remember, this is a long term game and, and you got to be adaptable. And, you know, it's, it's tough in the NFT space to, to project past two years of, of, of your long-term projection because that's just the reality of it. A, a five-year projection, I, I don't know where crypto is going to be at in five years, but I, I know my project's still going to be rolling it and we're going to be a, a piece of it. And like I said, I, I believe this is the year of play to earn. So I, I found an adaptable way to, to make play to earn fit with our culture of, of fractionalized ownership and something I'm passionate about, uh, providing opportunities to people uh, regardless of, of, of portfolio or, or buy-in level. So uh, hard work and adaptability, man. That's really what it would be. Yeah, two two great ones right there. And uh Definitely appreciate that that sentiment, man. But as we as we kind of wrap up here, what is a final thought that you want to leave with all the listeners here today? So I I just want to tell you guys, look, jump in our Discord, come hang out, see what we're all about. People come to us because they they want to make the money, but they stay for the community because we have a great a great time. We we do a coffee and crypto chat every morning. We we I do a state of the ladverse every Monday to where you know I, I do I I fill everybody in on what's going on. I do and ask me anything. But you're you're gonna want to be involved in this project. We're gonna be the most talked about project of 2022 when it's all said and done, because we're coming out of nowhere. We're building something nobody else has in the space yet, and we're having fun with it. If if you had fun playing Monopoly growing up, you're gonna love Lidopoly because you're you're gonna earn real money and, and you're gonna be a part of a culture that that's that's making a movement across the world and it's, it's something bigger than any of us. So I, I love it and. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in and, and listening and learn about it. I hope you you reach out and come hang out. Absolutely. And definitely uh, appreciate that final thought. For everyone listening uh, who is you know on the go, what are some good links or what are things that they can go to? Is there a good website? Is there, and of course, I know you already said uh, uh, Twitter and Discord that they can go to, but what, what are the ways that people can connect with you? Yeah, so best way to find me is at Closesome Sales, C-L-O-S-E-S-O-M-E-S-A-Y-L-E-S, like my last name, Sales. Uh, I'm on Twitter. You can find me on Facebook, Andrew Sales. You can jump on our Discord, our website, Solads, S-O-L-A-D-S, NFT.com, has all our stuff there. Jump in our Discord link. You'll, you'll have that. Uh, but yeah, those are the best ways to find us. So yeah, I'm all over social media. If you look me up, Andrew Sales, I'll, I'll, I'll always answer and I'll, I'll always direct you someplace to, to hang out with us. 
Perfect. Well, Andrew, thank you so much for spending time with us. I know I definitely enjoyed the conversation and I know that I'm going to go check this out. Everyone listening, I highly recommend you go check this out as well. And of course, for everyone listening, stay CryptoCurrent. Hey, CryptoCurrent crew. We want to give a quick shout out to all of our faithful listeners out there. It's been an amazing journey and we really appreciate your support throughout the years as we've been growing as a community. Each episode, we decided that we would start sharing some of the reviews that you were leaving for us. For today, we would like to share this review. Today's review comes from Josh Christ. Whether you're well-established as someone who can translate creative energy into the impact you want to have on the crypto world or just getting started as a catalyst for change within the industry, this is a must-listen for you. Richard does an incredible job leading conversations that cover a huge breadth of topics related to the ins and outs of navigating an ever-changing crypto landscape. The leaders who've actually walked the path. Highly recommend listening and subscribing. We sincerely appreciate this review and all reviews and would like to ask that if you're enjoying our show, please take a quick moment to go and leave a review on our podcast so that hopefully we can be highlighting your review next. Simply go to our show notes or go to our website where we have a link where you can share your review today. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information on today's episode and all of our episodes, please visit us at www.crypto-current.co. You can also find a link in the show notes. Want to stay up to date in the latest news in cryptocurrency? Sign up for our newsletter today. You'll receive daily emails Monday through Friday that are personalized and curated content specific to you and your interest, powered by artificial intelligence. You can either go to our show notes or go to our website to sign up today. Are you an accredited investor looking to invest in cryptocurrency? Crescent City Capital can help. Go to crescentcitycapital.com for more information. I don't know if you've noticed, but the quality of our podcast each week are improving. I can only thank my amazing producer, Andrew DeRitter with DeRitter Productions, who has been putting all of this together. If you have any podcast, music, or audio needs, please go to DeRitterProductions.com. That's D-E-R-I-T-T-E-R Productions.com. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Cryptocurrent with Richard Cargon. We'll be back with more exciting developments from the world of blockchain and cryptocurrency next week. But until then, stay Cryptocurrent. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Cryptocurrent. Just one quick reminder. Cryptocurrent is a cryptocurrency and blockchain education platform that's bridging the gap between the curious newcomers who are just discovering the space and the thought leaders who are shaping its future. All opinions expressed by Richard Carthon, the Cryptocurrent team, and their guests on this show are exclusively their own opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed by Richard, the team, and their guests as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or to follow his financial advice. This show and any other cryptocurrent production is exclusively for informational purposes.